Hello everyone, um, this is the Light Podcast and my name is Ola and um, welcome. Um, yeah, okay, this is my second time doing a podcast and I'm kind of nervous, uh, but we will get through it in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> uh, Alright, uh, so yes, uh, my name is Ola, uh, hi to everybody, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, so today I have a word to share with somebody out there I, and uh, we'll just get into it but before we do uh, let's just say a quick prayer so um, Heavenly Father uh, we just come before your throne room of grace to say thank you so much for another day in your presence thank you for this day and thank you for everything that you are doing in the lives of all your children and Father, O oh God, as we delve into this word, I pray, O oh God, that I, as I decrease, let you increase, Holy Spirit. And that this word will get to the right person that it needs to get to. And for as many that, that hear this word, either now, tomorrow, a week from now, next year, a year from now, they will be blessed regardless of time. Um, so thank you, Father, again. And... Um, I pray, O oh God, that um, you will continue to bless your children. And for as many of your children that are still in the world that have yet to come back to you, Father Lord, that they will come back to you. So once again, thank you, Father, and I'm over to you. In Jesus' precious name I pray, amen. Um, so uh, the word that I have today is um, is based on the story of Gideon. Um this morning I just kept you know the name Gideon just kept popping up in my mind and I don't know if some of you know the story of Gideon but Gideon is the um he is a very famous military leader and um, his story is in the book of Judges from Judges chapter 6 to 8 and he was the one who led the um, the Israelites to victory against the Midianites and um Gideon's story is kind of a is kind of a little like David's story in a way, because when we are introduced to Gideon, we are you know told that he was like, kind of like plowing wheat with his father, so he was, uh, he was a farm boy. And presumably he did not have any military experience whatsoever. This was just a guy, a regular guy, who was just minding his business. <laughs> uh, and um, God chose him to lead the Israelites to victory and he didn't really understand why and he was just like father why would you choose me and you know if you're really God you know give me a sign show me that it's really you so that I know that I've, en- I've encountered you know an angel from God and God did just that but the first thing um, that God wanted me to note um, to see with the story of Gideon was what I just mentioned was that you know he was just a farm farm boy and he probably had no like combat experience whatsoever um and that is very crucial because you know in our society we often write people off we often say oh this person isn't you're not good enough for this or you're not qualified for this job because you don't have that experience and God is saying to his children in this hour and at this time 
it doesn't matter what man has said that you are not qualified for. It doesn't matter if you have not been anointed by that priest or that pastor or that preacher to preach the good news because guess what I have anointed you I have chosen you I have made you worthy I have made you qualified and therefore man is not your source I am and if I have made you qualified then you nobody can say you are not qualified and a qualification from God is far more you know it's far more important than a qualification from man it's far more I'd say, you know, it's, it's higher than any degree that you, you, can, you could possibly get in this world. And God wants his children to know that you are qualified. I am calling you. I am calling you to this prophetic ministry. I am calling you to this ministerial position. I am calling you to go out and preach my good news. I am calling you to step into that position of healing that I have anointed you for i am calling you to do this in this hour and at this time will you accept the call will you pick up the call and take up that mantle that i have placed upon your life you don't need a pastor to anoint you you don't need any minister to appoint you to a position all you need is me and i have already done that i did that even before you were born so do not look at you know, your circumstances. Do not look at what man is saying. What am I saying? If I'm saying, daughter, you are qualified. If I'm saying, son, you are qualified. Then absolutely nobody can say you are not qualified. So will you stand upon my word and trust me and take up that anointing and, and stand under that anointing and stand under that mantle and move in the way that I want you to move? So that was the first thing that God wanted me to see was that Gideon was probably the, the last person that people would have expected to lead an army to defeat Israelite, the Israelites' enemies. But yet and still God chose him and you'll find that God often chooses people that the world has said are not qualified. Look at Moses. Moses had the stammer. Moses had the stammer and he wasn't necessarily, you know, the most confident person in the world. And yet God led him to free the Israelites from Egypt. And God, you know, chose him to lead them through the wilderness and to the promised land. Look at Joshua. Same thing. So many of the prophets, so many of the leaders that God chose, probably the least likely people in the world and God chose them anyway so do not write yourself off because man has written you off if God says you're qualified you're qualified so take up that mantle that he's placing in your hands and walk with it matter of not just don't just walk with it run with it um all right all right so <laughs> I hope you guys are following me um yeah um so the next thing that God wanted me to um to notice was that um in uh in chapter seven from verse seven downwards when Gideon gathered the army the, the army of of Israel God kept saying God said to him no this army is too big and you would think well we're about to fight 
you know, people, you know, an army of thousands who have maybe 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, you know, soldiers. And you're saying our army is too big? What do you mean? And so, you know, Gideon told some of the men, he said, hey, if you're afraid, you can go home. So some of the men left, about, I think, um, about two or three thousand men left. But God looked at the army of Israel and said, there's still too much. And he ended up reducing them from thousands to just 300. Now, there's something special about the number 300. For those of you who do not know, the 300 number signifies God appears. 300 is very significant in the spirit because it means God appears. So it's no wonder that God chose only 300 men to fight for Israel. And so... These 300 that God chose defeated the Midianites. They chased the Midianites out of the land of Israel. And you might still be wondering, well, why did God do that? Because God knows how the hearts of men works. He knows that if he had let the children of Israel fight in thousands, they wouldn't have, um, they wouldn't have thought, oh, it, it was God who gave us the victory. They would have said, oh, because we were mighty in number. That's why we won. Because we had so many men. Because God, if you look at how God describes the children of Israel sometimes in the Bible, he described them as a people, a stiff-necked people, people who were very stubborn. They had a bit of pride to them, you know. And so God said, mm -mm, I need you to understand that this victory that I, I'm giving you is from me. I want all the glory and you are going and I am going to get the glory. I do not want you guys to start to think, oh yeah, you know, it wasn't really God. It was us that did it. And so he reduced their number to 300 and he said, I am going to give you the victory. Matter of fact, I've already handed it to you. So go into those camps and begin to slay your enemies. And so what God wanted me to see in this particular chapter was, it doesn't matter what your situation looks like. Your situation may look impossible. Your situation may look absolutely like it like everyone may be saying oh my god i don't know how she's going to get through it i don't know how he's going to come come out of that and guess what god is going to make the impossible possible he is the god of the impossible god loves working on things that man has said is impossible god you know what this one there's one thing about god that i realized today as i was studying this was that God loves defying the logic of man. He just loves it because he gets all the glory. And so when your situation looks impossible, when it looks like you can't pay your bills next week or you can't pay your rent next month, God is saying, watch me work because I am going to turn that situation around. So daughter, it does not matter what your situation looks like. It does not matter if it is logically impossible because guess what? I am about to make the illogical logical. I am about to make the, the most illogical thing, the most, the most logically possible, the most logically impossible thing possible. Trust me, 300 men defeated thousands. Look at David. David was so tiny. David was a pretty boy. David had no combat experience. But what did God do through him? God killed Goliath. 
through David. So what makes you think that that Goliath in your life right now, God cannot defeat it? What makes you think that that situation right now in your life, that God cannot turn it around? Because I've got good news for you. God can and he will and he needs you to trust him. He needs you to trust him and have faith in him. It doesn't matter if your faith is as small as a mustard seed. Just have faith and trust him. And I know it's easier said than done. But believe me, you. He can do it. Just You, you don't even need anybody to give you a testimony. Just go back in the Bible and read it. Just go back in the Bible and read it. Read the story of David defeating Goliath. And just, if, there's, if you can't stand on anything else, stand on that. And God just wants you to know that that logically impossible situation in your life, he is about to turn it around and make it possible. That job that they said you were not qualified for, God is about to make you qualified for that job. So trust in God. And he will do it. And so, um, that is uh, the message that I have for today. And I hope that it blesses somebody. And, you know, you guys may be thinking, oh, you know, it's easy for her to say, believe me, just as this is blessing you, this is also blessing me. And, um, so yes, uh, so... I'll just close out with a prayer. Um, Father God, we thank you so much for this word. Thank you for this amazing word that you are, um, have given to your children today. And Father Lord, you are the God of all flesh whom nothing is impossible for. You said in your word, your word will not return unto you void, for this shall accomplish that which has been sent forth. And so Father Lord, we are petitioning your throne room of grace right now. That the promises that you have made, Father Lord, you will make them manifest in the lives of your children, O oh God. Father Lord, that thing that is that is that looks so impossible in the lives of your children, my Father oh Lord, you will turn it around and you will make it possible. Heavenly Father of oh God, that thing that the man has said your child is not qualified for, that position. That ministerial position, that job position that man has said, oh, you're not qualified for. Father, Lord, we are trusting in you that you are going to make your child qualified for it, oh God. So many of your children, oh God, are in situations where they are, where they find themselves wondering if you are able to do it, wondering if you will do it. My Father, Lord, I pray that as they are listening to this in this time and at this hour, God, that you will strengthen them, oh God, because we are so close to the finish line. We are so close to the finish line, oh Lord. I, I pray that you will give your children strength to be able to keep marching forward, to be able to keep pushing forward, oh God. Strengthen our faith, oh God. To continue to believe in you and trust in you, oh God, because we know that you are not a man that you should lie. And that thing that you have said that you will do, that work that you have said that you will perform, that, that turnaround that you have promised your children of God, you will make it happen. And we thank you in advance. We thank you on credit that you have already made it happen. We thank you because there is a movement in the spirit realm right now. There is something happening in the spirit realm right now, oh God. There is a whole, there's, there's a tremendous amount of change being made in the spirit realm right now. 
And so many of your children that have yet to receive their promise. So many of your children that have yet to receive their breakthrough, God. Their breakthroughs have already been made in the, in the spirit, of oh God. And have yet to be made in the physical, oh God. And we decree and declare divine acceleration over their, 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 their breakthrough. We decree and declare divine acceleration over their miracle, oh God. Be made manifest in the physical. And we thank you, God, because your angels are moving at an accelerated speed to deliver your, your, your blessing and your miracle to your children, of oh God. In Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you. Jehovah, have your way. Do that which no man can do. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, hallelujah.